0: Welcome back to Football Lenses, everybody. I'm Baka, and next to me is AJ.
1: Yes, sir. We back. And we better? Well,
0: I don't know about that. It's been a long week. Yeah, it has. How was your week?
1: (sighs) How was my week? When did we record last? Thursday? Tuesday?
0: Yes, Tuesday. Last Tuesday.
1: What's happened since then? A whole bunch of Nothing. So during the week and then all my favorite teams getting dicked during the weekend it'd be like that yeah my Sunday league team getting dicked during the weekend and um, I hurt my ankle slash like calf I don't even know what hurts right now everything hurts I
0: don't know how either it just just happened being with LTS facts I met some um, big podcast fans yesterday Onto a little uh, baptism party, and uh, you know, I had some active listeners there. Shout out, you shout out, Diego and Adrian. Appreciate it, yes, sir. Um, oh, I was gonna bring up the so AJ got me a present for my birthday, (laughs) AJ, explain, explain what you did.
1: Alright, so basically, last week was Baca's birthday on Monday. And uh, a few weeks ago, I asked him, I said, Hey, bro, what size shirt do you wear? And he never responded. And then I was like, you know what? That's boring anyways. So, I did what any sane human being would do. And I bought him a cameo from one of his favorite TikTokers.
0: Favorite's crazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, he actually despises... Well, I wouldn't say despises no, the guy, No, just... He finds him a bit annoying, it? But I love him. I love him with my whole
0: heart. He is pretty funny sometimes.
1: He's a Chelsea fan. And if you're up to date with your TikTok, Premier League fans, he's one of the bigger Chelsea fans on TikTok, I would say. He goes by Young Kippa. So, for Baca's birthday, I bought him a cameo from Young Kippa. And this was the result. Yo, what's good, Louise? Happy birthday, you little shit stain. The fuck is wrong with you? Are you a turd? Are you a weasel? Bro, you're like fucking Logan Paul's girlfriend, bro. You're like a football fan whore, bro. How she goes from celebrity to celebrity, man to man. You go from team to team. One minute you're a Chelsea fan. The next minute you're a Chicago Fighter fan. The next minute you're an AC Milan fan. The next minute you're a Barcelona fan. Get your shit together, you little bitch. You focus on your podcast, I'll be a Chelsea fan. That's the right decision. I sort of support all these dead clothes, bro. The fuck is wrong with you, bro? You fucking, you fucking like, alcoholic, bro. Stay sober. The fuck is wrong with you, bro? Damn. Like, bro, I do like no one
0: to get no bitches. <laughs> Happy birthday, bro. Hope you have a great one, Luis. The part where he just says alcoholics gets me because it comes out of nowhere. Like, he's like thinking of what to say. <laughs> And then, yeah. I mean, what a guy. Yeah. <clears throat> At first, I was confused because, like, when you first showed me, I was like, AC Milan and everything. Like, I like the only club that I really supported, like, Chelsea. But I'm like, oh, no, I, I do like watching, like, Milan a lot. I like Milan. And then, like, if I watch La league, I'll watch Barca, and that's really it. But so I'm like, and I was just super confused because I'm like, how did he get, like, I'm just like, what? <laughs> what a guy.
1: Young Kippa. You don't know who he is. Go on TikTok, search him up.
0: Guy's funny. He's funny, especially when Chelsea lose. Though that's that's when he's at his best.
1: That's when all fans are at their best. Eh? Yeah, that's very true.
0: That's very very true. But man, what a what a gift. So the football, eh? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, we're recording this, Newcastle just ended like an hour ago.
0: End of their season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's happened this week? Oh, Chelsea started the weekend. with a 3-0 into Luton. Yes. It wasn't very convincing at first.
0: The first, like, 20 minutes, I would say no. The second part of the second half, or the first half, um, I would say yes. Unfortunately, I had to miss the second half. But from highlights, it seemed convincing. But highlights don't tell the whole story, so. Yeah.
1: Well, I stopped watching it, like, right before Raheem's... Scored a second. Oh, okay. So.
0: Yeah. So from highlights, I mean, for the second half, it seemed convincing, but that's not the whole story. So who knows?
1: That's a, well, that's that's what you should expect from Chelsea, innit? Like they should go
0: to and uh, dominate
1: Luton. Everyone in the league should.
0: It's fair. Yeah. I mean, you almost kind of want to expect more, but like. You gotta realize where we're at. So. Yeah, it's a process. Especially with all these it's new players. I'm. I'm actually. Pain. Sterling has been shit all preseason. The first couple of games, he's looked completely out of it. And then all of a sudden, he just decides that he's going to be like the best winger in the world.
1: Yeah. No, the of, and no lobbyists still.
0: Still nah, to come. Yeah. yeah. So that midfield's coming. It's coming. We're coming. Yeah. Huh? By December, we'll be full steam ahead. It might be a little too late, but like realistically, <laughs> it's still a rebuild, so it doesn't yeah. matter to me. As long as, you know, we end up clicking at some point halfway through the season, I don't really care how rough it is right now. Because Caicedo is barely getting used to the squad. He was a horrible, like, when he came off the bench last week. This week he looked a lot better.
1: He was, he was still pretty bad for the first, like, he, 30 minutes. Yeah, he
0: had a couple, like, missed, <laughs> like bad passes or, like, uh, he got the ball taken away from him way too easily. And then... Um, yeah, so it's a, it's progress isn't it.
1: My favorite thing about being a fan of the Premier League is how reactionary all the fucking Twitter fans are. Everybody's so bad. I it's even... so funny because after the Brighton game, well, before the Brighton game, everyone's like, oh my God, we paid $125 million for this guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then after <laughs> they're adding Brighton, they're like, you're missing someone, buddy? <laughs> like, come on, bro, you were just talking shit about a 20 minutes ago
0: Twitter's such a toxic place dude I enjoy it so much I, I do and I don't I
1: thrive in those environments
0: I have to be in the mood and then what kicked off the Saturday morning you wake up and watch a little bit of Bournemouth and Spurs I mean Spurs gotta win that game anyway you know like it'd yeah. be pretty shocking if they didn't Yeah. they did what they had to do Spurs are looking good this season never Charleston though
1: no, Richardson, garbage. But
0: Madison too. for forty million. You you did still. say Richardson was gonna have a good season this season because the coach. So yeah,
1: well, it's early in the season. There's still time. Fair, fair. But I also did say. Spurs are gonna finish in the top four, and based on what I'm seeing, I'm I'm liking their chances. Basuma's is playing out of his mind. Fucking Sar is playing out of his mind. Madison, Klaas, losing Klaas.
0: You think you're better with O'Kane? Because they don't have, like, they're not playing, like, in a way where it's, like, oh, pass to Kane or, like, feed the ball to Kane every time. It's more free-flowing. Because I I, I'm yet to watch a game from them. Sorry. I just, Spurs.
1: I think right now, yes, but by the end of the season, it's going to catch up to them because they don't have anyone to actually score goals. Fair. Like, at first, I thought maybe Sun would score goals again, but... As of right now, he's not. Kulisevsky hasn't looked up to par yet, and as we just said, Richarlison. Excuse me, just burped. He's just not. He's just not there. But the thing is, is like, Richarlison performed in a shit Everton team, mm-hmm. where he was the guy to score goals. So it's not that I doubt that he can. It's just, it's even bad. It just takes time. Dude.
0: Even with the last year, like last season with him not doing well, he had a good World Cup too. World, good World Cup.
1: He did well in was it the Champions League, the Europa League. He scored a couple goals. He was bad in the league, but in yeah European competition, he yeah. scored a couple. They were in Europa? Right? I think it was Europa. I don't remember. I don't really care about Spurs enough to, yeah, get, I mean, to remember. Yeah. But they're not very memorable of a team, to be fair. But, like I said, by the end of the season, if the goal scoring doesn't start kicking it up a level, it's gonna it happen. might be an issue. That being said, defensively, they've looked a lot better. Yeah. I've heard a lot of. Uh, and their midfield is literally like. This might be the best Spurs midfield I've ever seen. Better than Ali, Erickson, Dembele days.
0: You yeah, think? That's
1: what it's looking like right now. It's been three But games. We'll, see. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it is. Because if one of the players drops out injured, they could be fucked. Because they don't really have any depth at Spurs. I, I was literally talking to a Spurs fan this morning. I was like, yeah, they look good again. But Madison almost didn't play this weekend. So if they, if he goes down, then they have no one to create chances. Yeah, that's
0: also very true. And then they
1: still don't have a real striker striker. And I still think they need defensive depth and center back. Because, well, Romero probably should have been sent off for the scissor tackle that he laid down. <laughs>
0: Didn't even get i f- I'll call the instant.
1: He literally did a scissor tackle.
0: This refereeing is atrocious.
1: I never really rated Romero, and every time I watch him, he does something to fuck up.
0: I'm in the middle with him. Time. I feel like he's like, really clumsy and everything, but like overall, I think he's a, like decent, solid defender, defensive wise. But like, just when he has like the ball at his feet or whatever, there's just times where I'm like, this man's not a footballer. Yeah. But he, he has a defensive instinct, so... He, yeah,
1: he, he's pretty good, like, defensively. Um, overall, I don't know how I feel about
0: him. Staying in uh, North London. Gunners too, Fulham 2. <sighs> I don't know what to say.
1: Fabio Vieira might have had the best 45 minutes in an Arsenal shirt since Mezzarozo.
0: Ramsell Ramsdale had a stinker for Pereira's goal.
1: To be fair, though, like... It's his fault, but it's not really his fault.
0: No, because... like, where he
1: is, it makes sense. Like, he's trying to readjust himself, and he doesn't expect him to shoot
0: mm-hmm.
1: to the near post. Because he was kind of, like... <laughs> he's running towards the back post, and then all of a sudden, the, the ball's going past him. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, the ball moves faster than the man, right? So...
0: Yeah, but, I mean, obviously, the argument's always just your positioning. But, yeah, yeah. So, it is, at the end of the day, his fault, even though, like...
1: He's had the shocker so far this season, to be honest. Which isn't good because they brought in a keeper capable of replacing him. Yes, they did. And it's only a matter of time before he does just that.
0: You think Ramsdale's already going to go downhill? I don't think yet, but... Like a year or two?
1: No, I think I think by the end of the season
0: he might really? have
1: lost, lost his spot.
0: David Ryan is good. Oh, I know he is.
1: And he's a lot better at Ramsdale with what... Arteta's gonna want him to do which is use his feet mm-hmm. play the ball we said it he was probably one of the best if not the best goalkeeper with the ball at his feet last season in the Premier League
0: yeah. besides Ederson I feel like Arsenal have recently struggled a lot to have a consistent keeper the last like 5-6 years Ederson's checklist honestly yeah and Jack was only there for like 3-4 yeah and he just went there to retire yeah he's like I'm not gonna win anything It's chill
1: yeah, no, I, I don't know. It was shocking from Ramsdale, that goal. Um, but like I said, Vieira, fucking, he played world class. Honestly, if I'm Arsenal, they play United this weekend upcoming. Sack off Havertz, put him on the bench. Oh, yeah. Start Vieira after what he just did. And then he had the audacity to try the bicycle kick. Oh, my days, if that would have went in. Offside anyways, but.
0: Arsenal fans are already realizing how bad Havertz can actually be. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, uh, it's like. I don't know how he looks so good at Leverkusen because, like, just the man touching the ball or trying to pass it sometimes, he looks so lost and doesn't know what he's doing. And it's just like, how? How did he look so good? I don't know. Um, But good point for Fulham. They're going to need that. Yeah. Um, Another draw, Brentford and Palace, 1-1.
1: I'm honestly surprised by it. Brentford. They haven't struggled nearly as enough as, I, or as much as I thought they were going to. It is still early in the season, but they're getting goals without yeah. Tony. Yeah. Um. Embolo scoring, Wissa scoring, Shada. Just signed him this off season. From Germany, twenty one years old, scored a pretty good goal. Doesn't see him. It was a nice goal to score for his first Premier League goal. And then, uh, Palace. To me, it's still so weird every time I see the Palace lineup without Zaha.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, it he's just been there so long. Yeah. But
1: Palace are having a very big problem
0: as striker. Yeah. Um... I really thought Edward was going to be that guy when he brought him in last year but he's I mean he scored one already this season but
1: yeah I don't know hopefully I know Mateta's working back up to full fitness so hopefully him and then the return of Alise can yeah. uh, help Palace score some goals otherwise cause they're
0: playing show up right now where Zaha's role used to be and that's um, that's tough that's yeah that should be uh, that's not good
1: so far though Eze has been wheeled class, been wheeled class, running the palace midfield. Honestly,
0: such a young age as
1: well. Yeah, baller, baller.
0: Yeah, once uh and um, Alisa come back, uh, they gotta start cooking. They yeah. They just need a um, a reliable striker. I, I mean. Yeah, I don't know about Edward, and then. They
1: should have went after Balogun. Probably, yeah. At Palace, bro, he would have been class. He would have been so class. But instead he's at Kona Monaco. Or went to Monaco. Unlucky.
0: Oh, not the third, he came back. He played yeah, for like 20 minutes. but he's like, that's why I said, like, he's working up to fitness. Oh, okay. I thought he was still injured.
1: Um, Everton, New Wolves, one. I don't
0: think there's really much to talk about. Yeah, the, the That was probably the Jose
1: Saw oh. might have made the best save I've ever seen in my life.
0: I did not win this.
1: So Everton? Their right left, their right back plays a plays a cross. Left back, I think it was Ashley Young actually. On the back post, like five yards out.
0: Wait, and, Young is at Everton? Yeah, is that Everton? No.
1: he's at Everton now. He was their marquee signing of the summer. Jesus Christ. Ashley. You know what? I'm a it's hard to explain what happened. I'm just going to show you.
0: And then we're going to try to describe it as we watch it. Let me find it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Everton are probably going to go down.
1: At this rate, there's no chance that they stay up, bro. Zero wins. In <laughs> three, three games. games. and none. They haven't scored yet, have they?
0: I don't think so. Their goal difference is at negative six. Look at this. Look at this. Look at that foundation. Okay, so you get a cross in. Oh, I did see that. Never mind. So it goes far post, bounces, header, and then Saab backs up and, like, barely, like, Miles tips Fulker, it over Miles the bar. Fulker was
1: in his goal and made the save that was, like, three yeah. yards behind him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. That was crazy. That header was kind of atrocious, too, like, I think. That know. was a really bad header. Yeah. Who was that?
1: I don't know. I think, uh, but I'm pretty sure it was actually it, Like,
0: it, it, it bounced, and then, like, he's going to go and head it, but, like... He like he just like touches it. Like he doesn't even like head it in a direct I don't know, it's weird. It's weird. Go watch the highlight.
1: Everton's lineup is so weird as well. Like Ashley Young is their starting left back. They're playing James Gardner out wide. A midfield three that consists of three defensive mids in Ducore, Onana, and Gway. It's uh, Dice
0: ball, bro. Like what the hell? If they get relegated, those three players, there's no way they're gonna have to. They're gonna go to the championship at least. Like what Onana, and Ducore, I think they deserve better.
1: Honestly, most of this team is leaving if they go down. Danjuma's leaving. He's only on loan. Onana's gone. Ducore probably gone. Gay
0: gone. It will be has to leave. Great too. They're too good for B in a championship. In my Tarkowski
1: period. already once avoided relegation by coming to Everton. Yeah. And Pickford also when he when Sunderland went down he went to Everton. It'll be the first time in Everton's history. The only team that's never been relegated from the Premier League. And it's the fucking Toffees. And they're going to go down. They have to at this point.
0: Yeah, dude. You might as well pick it up and then go start fresh.
1: Yeah. But it is going to suck for them because they have that new world-class stadium opening and the debut is going to be in the championship.
0: It is what it is. Unlucky, Unlucky. They should have done more to prevent it. What a match. United and Forest, Dude, honestly, I woke up. It
1: was already 2-0. Me too. I was like, what the hell? And then I looked and I seen e. How do you say it? Awani. 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 I don't
0: know how There's up. like a Y-I at the end, so yeah. like Awani. Scored
1: seven consecutive games in the Premier League with a goal.
0: Round of applause.
1: Scores in the second minute. Shocking goalkeeping. <laughs> Might be the worst goalkeeping I've ever seen.
0: Alright, I want to go that far. He was it was on, definitely the worst of the week. He,
1: he was on his fucking ass before the shot even <laughs> left his foot. Bro. I know. <laughs> Yeah. And then Bowley scores the header off the corner. Or free kick. Which one was it? I don't know which one it was. Don't remember. I don't know if he meant to. It literally bounced off his nose, bro. <laughs> like, it literally hit the front of his face. He didn't, like, head it. It literally bounced off the front of his face. But it went in. That's all that matters. They were up 2-0. Christian Eriksen pulls one back. Varon goes off injured. Casemiro scores. And then Bruno Fernandez.
0: I hate that man so much. He ruined he First of all He ruined me in fantasy.
1: Never a pen. Never a pen. Rashford barely touched, bro. He flopped. But, you know, it's Manchester United. They always get the refs, the benefit of the refs. They happen week one. When Onana I should have got that pen. And It happens now where they did award Manchester United a pen. I don't know how much more obvious they can make it that, like, shit's fixed for Manchester United. Always has been, bro. You hate to see it, man. You hate to see it. But it's all right. They're going to suck ass this year. But Mason Mount is out for the next, like, six weeks. Gonna miss him. Varon's injured now. Who knows how long? Yeah. In your opinion, I've, he- I've heard it. I've been listening to podcasts from around the world. Do you think by the end of this season, we could see a new manager at Manchester United hmm. if they continue to struggle? Because let's be honest, they won two <laughs> games this season. They were dominated in the first game by Wolves. By the way,
0: and they didn't look that great against. They got Forest. They got
1: smacked by Spurs two nil. Mostly due to Vicario having a world class game, and then Forest was up two 0 and if it wasn't for the shadow pen, they're on. They're sitting on fucking one point. Well, I guess technically they would be on two points if the refs actually called things how they're supposed to. They'd be on two points right now through their first three games, of which were Wolves, Nottingham Forest, and Spurs. A rebuilding Spurs that lost Harry Kane a week before the season started. Not even a week before. A very weak. The week the the season started.
0: And a very weak Wolves compared to the last couple years. That lost their top
1: fucking captain players. Yeah. Or their top fielded player, whatever. Appearance players of the, of the last decade.
0: Depending on how tough the Blazers want to be, it depends because I feel like they're understanding when it comes to injuries and like the new signings. Like, say, like Hoyberg, if he's not really performing, if they want to be patient, he could see until the end of the season, you know, be their next season. Uh-huh. But if they're going to be, you know, for the most part, how they've been. With yeah. every other manager, he I, I could see him being gone.
1: Here's the question then, right? Because this is the this is the point that I've been seeing raised. They sacked. They gave Ole time. But they never backed him. Fair. Ole never got to bring in players that he wanted to bring in.
0: Because he would have brought in Holland.
1: He would have brought in Holland. He would have brought in a couple world class players that we've seen. I think they said that he wanted Kaiseo as well. Along Maybe. with a couple others that, like, right now are, are going for 50-plus million yeah. that they would have signed three years ago, four years ago. So they never backed him. And they sacked him, ultimately, because he stopped. Like, the team stopped performing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which wasn't his fault, because he was never backed. Right. Ten Hag, Anthony was his signing. Awful. Martinez was his signing. He's been caught out every game this season. They're finally they're finally showing his true colors. The man's a fraud, bro. <laughs> Obviously, any any almost any player can do it in the fucking era. Divisi. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh... he was on the bench for Argentina for a reason. Veron's down injured, so now there's a broken. Well, I don't know if it's broken, but there's a broken relationship with Harry Maguire. Mm-hmm. They brought in Hoyland, Fair enough, Mason Mount want and Mason Mount, or someone in the Mason Mount role, right now he's not looking too good.
0: Honestly, I don't think it even matters. I don't think anything matters unless the Glazers. So, I really think there's more of an internal problem than just manager and their squad. Maybe I genuinely think they need a fresh start, new owners, weave out you know, a lot of like the bad seeds within not even the squad, just. Faculty, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then within the team, start getting rid of players who don't want to be there. Because when we talk about rebuilds, okay, yeah, you know, you sign like two, three players like this season, this window, then the next one you buy like somebody else, get rid of that player. Mm-hmm. United, it's more than a rebuild. Because if it was a rebuild when Fergie left, they would have been back to their glory already. Yeah, It's been ten, over 10 years of like just... Mediocracy. And disappointment. Where, to be fair,
1: they won year the old league...
0: Yeah, they won trophies, the but, World like... Cup, the Carabao Cup.
1: But and I think... Like, that's it. They haven't won the league. They haven't even been close to winning the league, if we think
0: about it, since. I, yeah, no, they haven't. But I think what they've been trying to do since is follow what, like, Chelsea's model was since, like, 2005, basically, where it was, like, instead of it always, like, being, like, a long-term type team, a lot of it was just, like, get a manager two, three seasons, win a league, win a Champions League, do something, yeah. next one. And I feel like that's what they're trying to do at the same time, because, like... They to they, they buy stars, they don't perform. They're gone in a year or two. Like, how is Martial still there?
1: I'm surprised. You know who I'm really surprised is still there. Jaden Sancho.
0: Jaden Sancho, like, any, like, let's be honest,
1: he hasn't done anything for Manchester United, but we've seen the levels that he's capable of.
0: It's not like he, not he was performing. Like, it's not
1: like he wasn't. He wasn't just doing it at Dortmund. He was doing it in the Champions League as well. Yeah, and I was dropping twenty and twenty for three straight seasons.
0: Like if they had sense, they would have gotten rid of Martial already, brought in another young like striker, see how that goes, you know, when it comes to like I don't even know, you they should have gotten the backup for Gea a long time ago to like start getting minutes in and then by the time gea has gone, he starts playing.
1: Another reason that I think that the that I think Man United's gone wrong is Marcus Rashford. In what way? They've never, so when Marcus Rashford came through the scene, the plan was that they wanted him to be the striker of the future. Okay, but, but the man's never developed his the qualities to be a striker. No, because he's not right. Because he's not a striker. Mm-hmm. Yet they still play him at the nine because they don't have anyone else to play there. And
0: that exactly so like. And if, then
1: and now they're thrusting Garnacho out, who's not ready to start in the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah, he's okay, super sub in the Prem, but. He's still young, he's, he's young. They should have sent him on loan so he could get regular first team minutes in like the championship or something. Like most young players need because it's not easy, especially at a club like Manchester United, to be thrown into the fire yeah. when your team is underperforming with a, in a team full of stars like Marcus Rashford. Well, or even Bruno if it's like Marcus.
0: not alone, like if you obviously they need minutes, but like you know, say cup games, give them a start, exactly. Um, last 20 minutes of a game, if you're winning, go in there, or if you know, like. Come so in like, the second we, half, maybe.
1: We've see, we seen last year he made he a did. difference in a he couple did. games. Yeah. So he but, but he's quality. still not ready to be a fucking foreshore name on the Manchester United team sheet.
0: No, yeah.
1: In the starting 11.
0: So I think it it, it just it starts from the top, genuinely. I mean, they... But then, like, I get that. But, like,
1: what about it at the top? Because they've, they've spent money. And I brought in it, new personnel in all assets of the in all areas of the fucking club.
0: It probably sounds stupid, but honestly, I just think the vibe is dead. Just a fresh start. It's it just needs to be needed. a full fresh start because the vibe is just a dead thing. You get there and you already know if I'm not the best player like in the league, like I'm gonna get chewed out by everybody, including the fans. Including the, fans are the
1: fans, the United fans, are the first ones to turn.
0: Yeah, so like already walking into just like. Meeting the people that work there is, like, already a massive weight on your shoulders. And it's, they need to come back down to reality and realize, like, you know what? If we do a fresh start, we have to be okay with finishing, like, 12th, like Chelsea. Yeah. They have to be okay with that and understand it's going to take another season or two to even start competing for Europe again. Mm -hmm. And then from there, getting a top four, and then obviously as you build with that squad, competing again. Because you've already, what, wasted 10 years. What's another five right now?
1: Well, and the thing is, too, is like, I'll never understand. I feel like it's different for some clubs, right? Because, like, like Chelsea, it makes sense if you throw money at the squad to try and boost it because mm-hmm. they're competing for titles. Yeah. Manchester United has, realistically, in the last 10 years, been in one title race. One. And that was like four years ago already. Five years ago.
0: Is anybody still at? I'm oh, sorry. Is anybody at United right now? I'm trying to think. Shaw. What about him? I
1: don't know. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's been there for a while. Well, no,
0: he's definitely true. been there for a while, but like has been there since like uh, when Fergie was oh, there. Oh hell no! No, no, right? I don't think so. So I actually. Well, th- Phil Jones. Yeah. He's back.
1: He was there when Fergie was there. Um, but he's not like a first team. Player. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I saw something where. Somebody was talking about Chelsea's, like, biggest, um, one of the main reasons that they had struggled recently. No leaders. Yes, that's, that's a massive part of it, but it was also because, like, say in the 2000s era, mm-hmm. when players started to leave, like, after the 2012 Champions League, like, when we had, um, whatever, like, players in a certain position basically hand down the mantle to a player and, like, give them the leadership themselves, like, have them handpick Damn. and basically have, like, tell them, like, show them how to, like, play for, like, the badge, have the pride, basically what Fergie did when his time, like, how to love the what, club. What Madrid is doing. Yeah, midfield. that's exactly <laughs> what they're doing. So, and then Chelsea, you know, that 2010s era, you know, as they were getting, you know, to the end of their cycle, the they were never able to do that because you got transfer ban, players were sold, academy came up, yeah, Academy, they love the club and everything, but, like, there's still a difference between playing for u twenty one to the Premier League. Yeah. And then they said that just all the players came in fresh and that, like, there's just, like, no culture anymore. Because the culture left, they weren't able to handle culture down. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there's just a lack of, like, culture at United as well, where it's just, like, nobody here actually even cares about the club like that. True. Except probably Rashford. And maybe another, like, few players, but other than that, like, it's just, oh, it's my home, it's my job, but they don't, like fight for it yeah so like there's no culture, like a fighting culture Fact. and that's it was just like the vibe like it's a dead thing. like I feel like everybody just tries to like be good for themselves and not for the team mm-hmm. cause it's it's competition at the end of the day if you do well you're you're safe for now but if you don't you're screwed you get, you, you get to the bench or are just loaned or sold Yeah. so like
1: I feel like there's another problem with United is I feel like they don't give players second chances that, too. Like, once you start underperforming, that's it. You're gone. And You're like Yeah, that's And the they're thing. selling your ass. Or they let you rot on the bench. I feel like they're not a team. They're not a team. It's a very I-oriented, yeah. not team-oriented.
0: Yeah. So, I feel that. I feel that. And I feel like that's also a problem with modern football in general. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like there's still teams that are like that, like, where it's very team. Like, you could probably, you know... cancel. Newcastle, even probably City. I was gonna say City. Liverpool definitely. Liverpool, yeah. Um, Because as much as they struggle, Arsenal now, yeah. I feel like Chelsea, like that's what they want right now. They want to get back into it, but they're still struggling. But like United needs like something like that because it's soulless. That's what it feels like, soulless. So, I don't even think it has to do with Ten Hag anymore.
1: I was actually so I was listening to a podcast that I listen to every week when it comes out called the SDS Podcast. Yeah. It's by Sharky. Sharky. Yeah. yeah, my boy Sharky. Um, and they had a United fan on, and he just said, after what I've seen, this was last week, so, after what he's seen against Spurs, he said, I am not confident that we will finish top four anymore. He's like, I had us penciled in easily. And then he was like, but what, from what I've seen, he's like, it's like Ten Hag has two different styles of play, and he has half a team for each style. <laughs> and neither, none of the players are on the same page. And the system and his philosophy, there's some kind of hiccup in translation. And, like, nobody knows what the hell is going on. It's like
0: there's an angel and a devil on each shoulder, and he keeps listening to both.
1: Exactly. And he's like, so, as much as he loves Ten Hag, and he thinks he's the manager of the future, there are questions if he's the manager of the present.
0: And obviously it's still reactionary, because that was the second game of the season. Yeah, But, like you do see these things early on, like, you catch them, like, they're, like, you know, like, red flags and all that type of stuff, you still catch this, so you're able to, like, obviously criticize, but, like, it is still, like, we're barely in the third match week, like, I'm not going to talk much about Pulch because I can complain about starting three center backs and this and that, but, like, we're looking better, it's this third game of, like, the actual season, like, yeah. We have in, we have hella injuries also so I like we
1: said there's still reinforcements coming in. Yeah, so half like, the team is injured. Like I <laughs> said,
0: I'm okay for a while. Like if it's like September when oh, it's about to be September, if it's like October, November and we're still struggling, like as long as by like December or slash January like we start clicking, I'm okay. Uh-huh. I'm patient.
1: But the thing is, Poch has already proved in the Premier League that if you give him time... Exactly, that too. ...good things will happen.
0: And I'm also glad that, because last season, I mean, it was a mess, because Todd Bowley was trying to, like, take control of everything. He even said, like, I'm going to step back, because, like, you yeah, know yeah. what? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, obviously, you don't. You don't know a damn thing about the sport. Yeah. So, like... And then, plus, everything that goes into it behind the scenes. Like, yeah, we can sit here and talk about, like, the Premier and all that for hours and players... How how do we we're not gonna know how to do transfer deals and all that? Exactly. think like, that's what he's probably thinking. He probably played FIFA and he's like, Oh yeah, I can run this club. Like no, dude <laughs> people that went to school for that, please.
1: Literally. Or that they've just
0: done it. Yeah, their for whole so lives. Long that, like yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean these rebuilds I mean I feel like with Spurs though, when it comes to the rebuild, I feel like there's more light at the end of the tunnel for them. Compared to Chelsea and United The
1: thing is Is like For Spurs I feel like their team Has always been good enough To compete
0: It's not to win anything. It's just
1: that like There hasn't been A good enough Man at the helm Since Poach left To really lead the team In one direction Yeah Like Conte He's a good manager But he wasn't good With the players That they had at Spurs Yeah Who Who else was there? Before. Mourinho. Mourinho. Well, we already know who Mourinho is. Yeah. He's a great coach, but and he's hot-headed. And he doesn't like listening to... <laughs> like he wants to do things his way, yeah. not anyone else's. So, like, Nuno now... As
0: well. it wasn't
1: even Nuno Nuno was the wrong appointment just from the jump, let's be honest. Yeah. Man should have never had the job in the first place.
0: It was not... His, his style was not the club.
1: But, now... With Postacoglu or whatever the fuck, Ange Postacoglu, cracking name, what an Australian man.
0: Oh, yeah, he is Australian. I think he was Scottish for a second because he came from Celtic.
1: But, uh no, he has a defined style of play. Mm-hmm. He seems to have the leadership trait that Spurs need. He knows what he wants. And he knows what he wants. Yeah. And, like, it was funny, I don't know if you've seen, they asked him in an interview, they said, we've noticed that your fullbacks are playing with freedom. Yeah, so he said, "Yeah, I'm just trying to be like Pep." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Like, um, it, like he actually has a personality
0: that like is gonna catch with the I uh, with the players. Yeah,
1: someone that like you kind of want to play for. Yeah. Not Conte, who's throwing Richarlison under the bus for not scoring goals. Or just and like not, a robot. And not Mourinho for calling players fat and lazy and training. Yeah.
0: Like, sometimes, it,
1: sometimes it just t- it, like. You're motivated by one certain act, like type of way. And,
0: and it also depends on the players, but exactly. I think as a, as a good manager, you have to know what type of players are going to respond best to your methods. Yeah. So that's obviously part of it because when it's the club making the signings and not the manager, that's when things go down. I mean, look at what's happening already in Saudi Arabia with Benzema and uh yeah.
1: And Fun, funny he did score, though, Benzema in his
0: debut. Yeah. So, like... I just think that since, like, which, I mean, it sounds bad, but Spurs are already used to, like, not winning anything and, like, suffering a bit. I think with, like, even losing Kane, which is heartbreaking for them, um, just find another decent striker and, like, don't rely on one person. That's what's dragged them down the last, like, I would say two, three seasons at least. Yeah. But I I think it's good
1: for Spurs because, like...
0: It's a weight off your shoulder, I think.
1: They're a team that, like, wins are big for the team. Mm-hmm. Not that like they don't come often, but like they they're it. important to the team. Like to they the live fans. in that moment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're definitely. more of a, they're
1: less reactionary than most big clubs fans because like they're they're you know, humble. They're used to what
0: the fuck, like yeah. They're used to just everybody laughing at them all the time. Yeah, that's true, and like I don't stupid. know. I've never really seen a lot of like reactionary Spurs fans. That's true, and like I don't. I just hate the club though. It's just like I don't want them to do well. Yeah. But I feel like. With the weight off their shoulder with Kane and everything, I almost feel happy for the club. Yeah. Because I feel like it's it's the right step for the future for them. Yeah. If you just look at it as a neutral, I, I genuinely I, see it as, like, a very positive thing. I
1: feel like, in a way, it also takes a little bit of the limelight off of them. Like, you don't yeah. have Harry Kane anymore, so now you can, like, do your own thing and less people... Like, even Pep said, Harry Kane FC. Yeah. Like, it was his team. Yeah. Now it's a team.
0: Eight, exactly. And that's the whole thing about being a team and not just exactly. individual performances.
1: So, like I said, I think Spurs are going to do big things this year.
0: Yeah. I I wouldn't say this year yet. I still think they're
1: going to struggle a little bit. Well, if they can bring in a striker, I think they'll do big things. Or Richarlison starts scoring goals.
0: If he starts scoring goals. I don't know how he ended up this bad. Um,
1: Speaking of teams scoring goals, West Ham 3, Brighton 1.
0: I was a little shocked, to be honest, at this. Uh, I watched the game. I was, I did not expect uh, this uh, scoreline. Um, it was
1: a pretty good goal from Pascal Grobe. or Gross. Yeah. Cause Ariola was having himself a game.
0: He was. I'm very very happy with the debut of or the the first start for Alvarez. I in Alvarez, he had a good game. He was fan, and West Ham fans already love him. I mean, obviously, it's like his first start, so like. They're. They're judging on one, but.
1: Low key, West Ham's midfield is actually, like, really
0: fucking good. I really think they're gonna bounce back this year.
1: A midfield four of Paqueta, Ward Prowse, Edson Alvarez, and Suchek is crazy.
0: Cause you can have Suchek Alvarez, you know, deep. defending and and the other two just fucking. Paqueta just up. going everywhere, and Ward Prowse is basically being your box to box and just set piece, like.
1: Pinging balls in.
0: Yeah, long balls, do all of that. Like, honestly, that's and then, that's a very nice midfield.
1: And then they have Mikel Antonio for the hold-up play. Mm-hmm. They're bringing in Kudus. He had, oh, he that's just lovely as well. just completed his medical, so they're going to be able to stretch back lines. And he's okay. also
0: good because he's probably going to start over Ward-Prowse because Ward-Prowse is obviously old. He can't be playing lame, 90 minutes every week.
1: They're, gonna, they're thinking about bringing in El Nesri, I've heard. That is well. So that, like,
0: that's going to be peak Premier League right there.
1: It's literally going to be James Ward-Prowse's just to long Nezri, balls yeah. to El Nezri, and then when he has corners and free kicks, it's going to be Zuma, Suchek, El Nezri. Like You're not going to be able to stop the This bounce. West Ham yes, team
0: excites me, I ain't going to lie.
1: Moy's ball is well and truly back.
0: Bro, that's that's classic Premier League. I love it. Yeah. I genuinely like, yeah, I like West Ham right now.
1: Speaking of classic Premier League, kind of a little bit off topic, not talking about West Ham and Brighton, but another thing that I've heard a lot recently, back to kind of like United, their midfield specifically mm-hmm. West Ham's midfield they're able to get stuck in and everybody's saying that they think that that's one of the issues with United is like they're not physical enough they're not built for the Premier League and because the, the modern game is built of athletes mm-hmm. in a midfield nobody's as technical well there are players that are still technical but for the most part your midfield is now just long strong fast that are competent enough to move the ball. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have your little Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Jane Boer Prowlers that can still hit a ball properly. Mm -hmm. But the teams that aren't building teams with physicality in mind, especially in the Prem, are the ones that are starting to struggle more. Like the teams that are coming up in the championship, they're not built for the physicality of the Prem, which is why they often struggle. And now teams like West Ham who are bringing in an Alvarez, who's willing to put his body on the line.
0: Yeah.
1: They're bringing in Lucas Paqueta, who also is willing to put his body on the line.
0: Which is, I mean, something that I've even brought up a little bit. I don't know if it's been on the pod, but like. Nowadays, like footballers, like, like, they're real pussy. Like. They're babies, yeah, they're yeah, like you touch them, they fall. Like, yeah. not nah, like. Fight for your club! Like get down there, get dirty! Like, it is. It is true. I mean. Hundred percent. I think West Ham's, like, building, like, their perfect midfield right now yeah. to replace Rice. I mean, and they're doing better than they ever had without their best ever player. Yeah. I think, if anything, all they need is maybe, like...
1: I still do think they need, like, a, another striker. attacking option. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah,
0: I think so. I, I think they need... Because Antonio's not getting any younger.
1: And Ings is... Oh, no, Ings is at Villa, isn't he? Oh,
0: no, he's, he's at West, West Ham up. now, yeah. He's,
1: he's, all, he's, all, he's over the hill.
0: Yeah, he's way over the hill. So, I think they need someone... Um, I think they need someone... That they could even play with with Antonio, because he could, you know, the hold-up play, and somebody quick who can finish. I think that's all they really need right now, quick and can finish.
1: I think that's what Kudos is going to be for. Because Antonio's holding the ball... But he's not a
0: striker. He's not
1: a striker, but...
0: He's going to be like that cam, false-line type guy. So... But I don't know how... Because a lot of teams, like, for instance, Chelsea, the last, like, few years with Havertz and everything... When you have two players who are basically false nines playing together, there's a lot of miscommunication.
1: I feel like it's different because, Kudos is the type that he'd rather just run in behind and score than be on the ball the whole time. And Antonio like does like to
0: hold it and, and, and then. Antonio's
1: rather hold the ball up, wait for his team to get into position. I guess it kick is it out, yeah. and then just hit a block and then they hit a crossing.
0: So I guess it does very just much depend on just. I mean, obviously the player, but I don't know yeah. what i are gonna say. Um,
1: well, it also depends on what Moise wants from them as well.
0: That's true. And, I mean, Moise isn't bad. He just got a bad rep because of United because yeah. it's a shit job.
1: Well, they didn't even give him time, which goes back to what we were just talking about. Like, yeah. They're too reactionary as a club, and they've kind of fucked themselves over for the last decade.
0: They really just have been, like, stepping on their own toes. Yeah. Um, but, no, yeah, West ham they're dope. I it,
1: it was a funny stat. You saw the stat. Oh, 30 like, minutes in, it was yeah. 20
0: passes to 230. From Brighton. <laughs> and they, and they were won 3-1. <laughs> it's like the that one, like, like it's brought up as a meme now with the stats against the Barca and Celtic, Celtic where yeah. Barca had like 96% possession, and, and they, they still lost 1-0. <laughs> that is, is football it heritage. It's classic football. That's,
1: this this football is, is classic bar yeah. Plays, yeah what West Ham are doing right now, and I'm all for it. I'm all
0: for it because everybody's trying to be so flashy now. And Everyone, like, everyone's
1: trying to follow in Pep's footsteps. Everybody yeah. like, no, no, no.
0: This is this, is this has been
1: effective for hundreds of years, and it will always be effective.
0: That's why I like Dice too, but like the Everton team is just—it's just—it's just stinking just, yeah. just up the prem.
1: I feel like Dice <laughs> might might get axed this season, Probably. but it's not going to be his fault. Like Everton oh, no. is just terrible.
0: I think they're in the same boat as United, where I think there's just something behind the scenes that stinks.
1: They did, however, just sign a player today. Cool. Oh fuck! He's, I don't know what his name. Is I think it's like Deto or something like that. Stryker. Deto. Oh, yeah, Beto. Yeah, okay. Striker from, like, Portugal or some shit. We'll see what he does. Because Calvert-Lewin's not it anymore, either.
0: And so as I let it for West Ham, I wanted to buy a kit, but their kit low kind of sucks this year. Yeah. It looks like a Burnley kit. Burnley, Villa,
1: West Ham, all in the Premier League is terrible news. Because they all have the same
0: kits. So I saw something, and it's 100% true. West Ham kits look like a Burnley kit. Burnley's kit nice kind of looks like a Villa kit. And then Villa's kit looks like a West Ham kit. And it doesn't make sense because they're all the same basically kit, but it makes so much sense if you look at them.
1: Well, because Villa has the same sponsor that Burnley used to have. Mm-hmm. So that's why their kit, like, it literally is identical to an old Burnley kit.
0: Well, for me, it looks like a West Ham kit because, like, not just, like, the um, the part of the sleeve is, like, the blue. Uh-huh. It's, like, it goes up to, like, the uh, the collar. Yeah. So that's West Ham has that a lot. So, like, it looks like a West Ham one. And then it's just so weird. It's like if you know, you know. I'm so it's yeah. They should
1: they should just say fuck it. And when they play each other, all just wear the same colors. Just to see what will happen.
0: West Ham should wear a Burnley an actual Burnley kit just to like mess with them.
1: <laughs> and Burnley will wear West Ham kits.
0: Just... Oh that'd be great. It the, was the
1: winner gets to keep Carrot Claret and Blue next <laughs> season.
0: Danny Ings is like, damn man, I've played for all these teams.
1: <laughs> He's got one of those kits that people make where it's like all they three. Cut up. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: center, is, yeah, dude. That'd be funny as hell. And I love the West Ham fans at the beginning of the game, too, because, like, I was so confused at first because they said, Champions of Europe, you'll never see. I'm just like, why are they seeing? I'm like, oh, they won the conference. Like, I forgot. I'm going to let them have it, though. Fair enough. I'll let them have it. They did win a
1: uh, uh, European title.
0: They did. They did. Um, well, I mean, honestly, speaking of Burnley and Villa, they did play. Villa beat them 3-1. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude, their new logo, which is like... I, it makes me want to call them Birmingham Chelsea. But Maddie Cash with a brace. The obvious goal and an assist, too. This Villa team is...
1: Besides the Newcastle game, last week they looked like what everyone anticipated them to look like. And this week they look like what everyone anticipated them to look like.
0: And they're another team that's like... They get me excited because they're, like, a, such a team where it's, like, in a few years back, I'm going to be like, oh, this, like, the streets won't forget. Yeah. Like, some of these players with this team.
1: It's so crazy to think, because at this time last year, Villa was awful. Mm-hmm. Like, people thought they would do decent, but then just, they just stunk up the gaff because the manager wasn't right, the players didn't fit the system.
0: And most of those same players are still there. It's just Emery. At least half of them. of them. But, like... Those, like, specific few players that you bring in, and then, then it was just, like, the quality of a manager. I mean, whatever really he did is, like, full 180. Like, yeah. are they in Europe this year? Yeah, they are. Europa League. They're in the Europa League, right? Well,
1: they were Europa League qualifying, and they actually... Ollie Watkins, over the week in Europe, Europa League qualifying, scored a hat-trick. And he is officially the first player ever to score a hat-trick in his European debut. I need more goals in Premier League because he's on my fantasy.
0: <laughs> I actually don't have any Villa players on my fantasy. That's actually disappointing. They are all taken. But no, yeah, definitely. Top, like, eight, seven is going to be crazy this year. Oh. It genuinely is.
1: It's literally a battle of juggernauts at the top half. In the top half.
0: Yeah, because... Like in that, every
1: team is capable of competing. Not was, with City, but with everyone else.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you're going to have, like, Arsenal and then regardless you're probably going to still have united with the top 4 probably united. spurs maybe spurs, liverpool, newcastle,
1: villa going to be in there, chelsea. Newcastle's
0: may- like a growing juggernaut. Villa over here is just looking real saucy. I don't know what they're doing. They look fun. Literally. West Ham over here is like going old school like basically saying like we don't need to be flashy to be good. Like they got a squad. Yeah. Brighton are, you know, they've been Brighton. Um
1: it's funny, because last weekend, Brighton looked so good, and this weekend, they looked bad.
0: Yeah, even with all that possession, they did not look like threatening at all in the final yeah, third. Like it, was, they, it
1: was, like, meaningless possession.
0: It was, around the box, and every time they would put, like, a crossing or something, it went nowhere. Well, that goes back to what you we were saying about West Ham. Like, they're just built for aerial balls. Because like everybody's tall and just strong. Don't
1: put the ball in the box, because it's, you're not winning the header.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, they... But uh,
1: today was Burnley's second Premier League game back. Was it second? Yeah, they didn't play last weekend. Their game got postponed against Luton. I think it's because Luton stadium is still under development. Ah, that's so right. That's why they didn't play. That's either. right,
0: that's right. Because, yeah, Luton, that, yeah, I remember saying that um, they hadn't played in, like, a while. So yeah. they had, like, people were saying, oh, they're, like, rested up for Chelsea. To be, <laughs> to be fair, maybe they did better than they would have if, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it could have yeah. gotten 6-0. It lost 5 or 6 again. I mean, I'll oh, chill. I'm so goddamn mad at him. He tried to pass the ball to Sterling, but he had an open that. It was just a keeper, and he passed it, and it was a mispass. And that could have been a decider for me to be a friend on fantasy because, it, I'm going to lose by, like, 6 points. And if he would have just scored and got that clean sheet, never mind. All right. Damn, if you
1: were scoring that, clean shit, you would have
0: won. I would have beat him by like a point, but since Bruno Fernandez all of a sudden decided to do something, he's gonna beat me.
1: It's terrible too, cause Bruno only scored, cause it was
0: a not even a penalty. The ref, bro. Did you end up hearing about the, what Mike Dean said
1: with oh, Anthony I Taylor?
0: Did. Like, where he would like sometimes like just not tell like him like yeah, say don't go to the monitor because he didn't want to make him look gonna, worse. Yeah. So like. When Romero pulled Cocorella's last year.
1: I don't understand how that would make him look worse.
0: That makes you look better because that means like, you guys are oh, actually working. I'm
1: adjudicating for my error.
0: Right. Like, that's really the purpose of VAR. And Anthony Taylor is literally the worst goddamn, like, it, I've so, never minded my Dean, but after he said that, I'm just like, no, I hate you. Because okay. how can you be that, like, bad, like, yeah. and, like, purposely not go back and fix your own errors when now you're allowed to. Yeah. Oh, so frustrating. Um, I'm actually really surprised that he didn't uh, beat Sheffield by a lot more. I didn't watch the game, but it was only 2-1.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch either. I was playing Sunday League, but damn. Yeah. Sheffield are low-key putting up more of a fight than Burnley so far
0: this season. Low-key, yeah, but they haven't won a game, have they? No. But, I mean, regardless. Well, at that point, though, don't they? No, do they, play? they don't have anything. The they GVL have play last played... <inaudible> they lost the Forest 2-1. And they lost oh, the Palace, Palace opening 1-0. game
1: 1-0. But they've scored two goals already.
0: Yeah. Um, who is their striker? God bless them. That's Everybody. all I have to say.
1: Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Honestly, the only person that I know on this team. Actually, not the only person. I know Norwood, Whoa. Lowe, Egan, and Robinson. What's Troy? Yates, Elonga. Oh, no, that's fucking Nottingham. Oh, Basham. I know him. I forgot they got Damn Austin Trusty, the American.
0: Brooks as well.
1: Some of these players were here still when they were in the Premier League two years ago or three years ago, whenever it was.
0: Yeah. But, but I know a few Academy players as well just because of FIFA. It's
1: just not looking good, bro. But they yeah. have they have actually been better so far than I thought they would be.
0: I think they are just definitely putting in more of a fight. But I think their squad itself is probably the weakest. Well,
1: besides Luton.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even Burnley squads, like, I don't know how I feel about them. Because it's obviously not strong, but, like...
1: The thing is, is like, you don't need that strong of a lineup if you're fucking disciplined.
0: No, and... But, I, like,
1: at the same time, for the Premier League, you do, because, as we
0: said, there's juggernauts at the top of the table. But, I mean, obviously, these teams that we're talking about right now, they just want to survive for now. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel like I can't say too much. I haven't watched Burnley. I just know that they have not been what people expected them to be at first. So I don't know.
1: I think I think it will just take time because they got to get used to the physicality and the the real the pace.
0: The it's yeah, the Burnley. pace is a lot different. Because let's be honest, the
1: championship is bad. Yeah, they're long ball merchants. They just hit it and run. It's
0: Just crowded in the middle of the field. It's just like... It's like Sunday League. If like... The players are actually good. Yeah. Or like... (laughs) I was gonna compare it to like... I don't even know. Like... I was gonna make like a restaurant reference. But it's like if McDonald's had like... A Michelin star. Because obviously McDonald's is like... You compare it to like restaurants that shit. But if you give it a Michelin star... It's a horrible... An LG man. Yeah. And then speak about um, the mighty tune against the Scouse
1: We weren't so mighty today, unfortunately. And it all started so promisingly. It did. An error from Trent Alexander Arnold led to a scoring early. We were we were up one 0 via the Liverpool man himself, Anthony Gordon. England under 21, or Euro under 21 player of the tournament. <laughs> Clinical finish, Megd Allison. A few minutes later, Van Dyke gets sent off. I don't know why he was trying to argue, but like, literally went straight through Izak, <laughs> bro.
0: Man, that's a Brexit attack. That, yeah.
1: Um. Don't know why the hell Fabian Schar is the one that shot and not Trippier, but you know. It is what it is. Yeah. And then probably the biggest game of the moment. Miguel Almiron on the volley. Biggest,
0: biggest game of the
1: moment. Oh, the biggest moment of the game. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> biggest moment of the game. Miguel Almiron on the volley on the corner. Allison saves it off the bar and then punches it out. Crazy save, bro. it on the first yeah, half? Yeah. To make that save yeah, with a ball, he literally from fucking fucking 10 yards out coming at you with that much pace to save that ball onto the post and then get it out of danger. That's why he's the best keeper in the world. That's why he starts for Brazil.
0: How better a Newcastle for them to like... I I fell asleep during the second half. I I was exhausted. I got no sleep last night. Um,
1: I feel like we just went into like autopilot in the second half. mm -hmm. Like it was just like, we're up. Like let's not
0: lose. Yeah.
1: But then we kind of like... And teams do this all the fucking time and it pisses me off score. Don't take your foot off the gas. Just go.
0: Oh, yeah. Just keep sending pressure. Oh, like if there's a breakaway, they instead of, like, they have a clear path to, the, like, the goal, they'll just take it to the corner. Yeah. Like, you might as well, like, just go, go. and try to score. Just
1: try, yeah. Because yeah. even if you, like, let's say you miss the target, it goes out. You're wasting time anyways. Cause yeah. you got to put the ball back in play, and then you can win the header. <laughs> you... But, we win the cruise control. Liverpool started getting into the game a little bit our midfield kept giving the ball away which is surprising because like it's weird we were dominating Liverpool's midfield but also giving the ball away to their midfield every time so like it doesn't really make sense like if they had the ball we would go and we would pressure and we'd win it back but then we would just give it right back to them
0: and then Mm. we would win it back
1: and then give it right back to them and then Almiron hit the post as well He hit the classic cut in, hit it with the left, but it hit the post and went out instead of. If it it was Elmer on last year, 100% hits the post, goes in.
0: Yeah.
1: But hits the post, goes out. Harvey Barnes had a a decent chance, didn't take it. Um, And then, yeah, Darwin Nunes came on. He scored twice. The second one was terrible. Dan, I don't know why Dan Byrne is following the run when the whole line is just like, just let him run and he, he's offside. For some reason, Dan Byrne played it, played him on, he scored. The first one, Nick Pope maybe should have did a little bit better. Should have got something on it. He hit a far post and they're like, in the corner. Mm. But like, the man's like six foot eight, bro. So large man? He's a big boy. Yeah. Should we at least try and like getting that? I don't know. I just don't think he's really would... that tall. He's really tall. Six eight. Maybe he's not that tall, but he is tall. Oh, I was about to say. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Maybe he's only six three.
0: That's a big difference. Right yeah. That's. A
1: <laughs> Let me check.
0: Five inches is a big difference. A very big difference. That's also enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I think he should've did better, but at the end of the day, like you're a big guy, like it
0: yeah. It's not that
1: be. it's not it's not that easy to get down quickly. Otherwise he had a really good game. Um Oh yeah, he's six foot three. Mm. Um Yeah, not really much else to say. Worst well actually the first goal that they scored, so unlucky from us. They played the through ball, it bounced off Sven Botman's back off the back of his heel, and perfectly into the path of Darwin Nunes, Mm -hmm. who then just ran on and slotted
0: it. I mean, you got to know where to be at the right time.
1: And then, Botman went down injured, and then that's when Byrne played him on, Uh and we conceded. So if Sven Botman never goes down, we would have at least drew the game, probably. But it's okay. Lewis Hall to the rescue.
0: He was at the game today watching. He was at the game yeah. watching.
1: Hopefully he's in the squad next weekend. Against Brighton, actually. At the Amex. It's gonna be That's a tough gonna one. Be a good game. It's gonna be a tough one again.
0: They're gonna wanna get their points back after losing to West Ham so embarrassingly.
1: Yeah. We're gonna wanna get our points back after losing to City and Liverpool.
0: hmm. Yeah.
1: At the end of the day I can't really be mad, like did we should we have won the game hundred percent? Especially to a ten man Liverpool team when you're up one nil. Especially getting that record that early. Yeah. But it's early in the season.
0: Yeah, and you did face like two of the technically strongest of, yeah, teams. Two of the, in the best league. teams in the Premier League. Like two teams that are guaranteed almost to get top four. And not only that,
1: City literally time wasted for fifty minutes against us. And Liverpool time wasted because they were down a man. And then they just hit long balls and prayed. And our backline got caught out.
0: It is what it is. I'm mad because I could easily see City not winning the league this year because I feel like they won the Champions League, they won the treble. They're at a high. They're like, well, what else do we really have to like do? Uh-huh. But there's just nobody else to compete. That's the problem because yeah, they're so good and they're gonna dip in form, but there's just nobody else that's gonna compete for the title like that. Yeah. And that's what's depressing.
1: The thing is, is like I feel like teams under Pep never get complacent. Because he doesn't allow you to get complacent.
0: Mm.
1: Like, he'll literally just replace you. Yeah. And he has the funds to do it. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to play? All right. Sit on the bench. No, we're not going to sell you either. You're just going to rot on the bench. I
0: mean, your career's done. Cancelo. Cancelo. Calvin Phillips. Poor bastard. Why is he not playing? What's his reason? He just sucks, I guess. I don't know. Don't sell him, poor bastard. He's talented. Well,
1: apparently, they want to send him on loan so he
0: can get his career back
1: on track. But now there's only what three days left in the window, so someone's got to make a move quick.
0: Hopefully, it's sounds like sounds like Palace or something like um, yeah. He should go to Palace or like Burnley or something. Nah, I feel like Burnley's still too low for him.
1: Well, yeah, but that's the thing they want to get his confidence back up. So yeah, but it's also like send him to a team where he's going to be the best player, and system that he's going to like fit in well.
0: I can see that, like a palace they don't need him at Villa but I can see him like at a Villa I, feel, I think he would actually do really good with Emory go to Brighton get Dad James too. Milner out of the fucking midfield
1: that <laughs> man started at right back today by the way 38 <laughs> year old James Milner starting at right back what I, the hell happened to fucking Tariq Rick Lanty, bro
0: ah oh, you're so disappointing I really had high hopes for him RIP bro like there's so many players that I had high hopes for and it's so sad
1: Oh.
0: Um, I mean, outside of the prem. Pulisic
1: scored again. For Milan, yeah. Musa came on and made his debut in the league.
0: I genuinely think that Ruben Loftus Cheek is genuinely already the best midfielder in Syria.
1: Loftus Cheek—he assisted Pulisic.
0: Yeah, he's been getting—he's been really good.
1: Dude, it's crazy. The fans were already chanting Pulisic's name after two games. Yeah. In red and black, you'd love to see it.
0: And I feel like it's also because, like, there's not the, the stigma with, like, maybe Italians. Because, like, obviously the joke in Europe is, like, everybody hates Americans. Yeah. But I feel like, especially on football, it's, like, more in England.
1: It's because English people are stuck
0: up. Yeah. And they think, well, they think they're better than everyone, right? And so so, like, Italy hates, like, the joke is they hate American tourists. But, like, obviously Peloton isn't a tourist. He's, yeah. He's their own business. And so, like...
1: he's taken care of it so far.
0: Yeah, so, like, they're not going to be as harsh on him, in my opinion. Hopefully not. Just because he's American. I feel like in England, no matter where Pulisic would have gone... Well, maybe not no matter where he would have gone, but, any top six club, they would have been, like, the same as harsh on him.
1: Well, even, like, Leeds fans were happy when they brought in Tyler Adams and Brandon Aaron. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then as soon as the season went shit, they were the scapegoats. Yeah. Like, Tyler Adams
0: wasn't one of their best players before he went down here. Like, oh, it's the fucking Americans... Like no, you're just shit. In <laughs> shit country with your shit weather.
1: Sack the American manager. With your and guess queen. what? I'm you're sorry. <laughs> <in> <laughs> that now. went too far. <laughs> um,
0: but no, yeah. So it's it's nice to see him thriving a little bit. Milan definitely needed. some they they signed so many attacking players. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't even know what they're gonna do with like.
1: That front three is kind of good.
0: Kind of good. Good. Uh, it is. Pretty good. but we'll sick. Little Leon. Milan's going to be what Andrew said about Liverpool, where, like, it doesn't matter how many they concede because they're going to score more. Maybe. I feel like that's going to be Milan.
1: But the thing is, like, their defense is good enough.
0: It is good enough. They
1: still have mine on.
0: But, um, Italy's a very defensive league, so.
1: Yeah. We'll see, we'll see.
0: I can actually kind of see Milan. I think they're for 3-for-3 three three right now.
1: Probably due to the fact that, like, Italy is a little bit slower and also, like, more defensive as much? Maybe. And Milan
0: will actually be able to use him this season. Well, who knows because since it is very defensive, the defenders are more aggressive in my opinion. Yeah.
1: We'll see, we'll see. Um, but yeah, Milan, Milan, Where are they sitting on the table right now?
0: It might be top to be honest.
1: Obviously, it's early but, you know, still good to check.
0: Um, weird, oh. but in Greece, the player of the season from last year was Orobilin Beneda for AEK. Chan. Which is crazy. Clear of the oh, Milan season.
1: Milan is first. Yeah. yeah. Well, Napoli's playing right now. But Milan has a plus five goal difference. Napoli has a plus three. Hellas Verona is third. That's crazy. Six points in two games. Um, Damn, Rome was in Fourteens.
0: Yeah, the... Luzano might go to a uh, back to PSV because I think he said he wanted to dip or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or no, he wasn't gonna renew his contract. Any of the year left, so they're gonna try to get rid of him now so they get some money yeah. instead of going for free. Cause he's probably still worth like fifteen to if you push it to thirty. I can see a team paying close to thirty, considering how inflated the market is now. True. Um... Yeah, this Napoli team is almost unrecognizable compared to last season. I'm not going to lie. To keep it a buck, I. they're definitely not going to win the Scudetto again. Yeah, probably not. Carter Shelly is even on the bench. Lozano, I mean, yeah, he would be on the bench. The SMU on the back, I'm pretty sure he was um, on loan last season. I don't know where, though. So it would be nice to see him. Back in the squad as a backup for OCMN. Madrid are top of the league. They've been doing quite well. Real Madrid. Barca Bivriel, 4-3.
1: Oh, my day's breaking news.
0: Oh, one of our friends' baby was born. Wow. Ah, surprisingly, Berlin is actually on the top of the Bundesliga right now.
1: Oh, dude, Brandon Aaronson's having shocker. Is he? Yeah. Oh, West Ham have officially confirmed kudos already. Goddamn. Yeah, no, Brandon Aronson dropped a 3.6 and got sent off over the weekend. Wait, what? Aronson dropped a 3.6 oh, and got sent
0: off. God, that's dreadful.
1: But apparently. The second yellow wasn't actually a yellow, so it might get rescinded. Um, in other news, Barcelona won again, four three. And more importantly, Jude Bellingham. Hey Jude. He literally can't be stopped at this moment in time.
0: He already passed or uh, tied ha- Hazard's. Yeah. Golds. He has the same amount of goals as Eden Hazard
1: from Madrid in three games.
0: That's crazy.
1: Mbappe scored a brace and they caught him crying after the game. Was it his final game?
0: Could it be? Could it be? Where would he go? Didn't he already say no to Sadi? Yeah. Where would he go? (laughs) Ancelotti's not getting him this summer. Madrid. And Saudi already said he's not signing anybody else this summer. It's Ibabe, bro. Well, think about it.
1: Mosala's going to Saudi Arabia. No. You never know, bro.
0: They're going to have the money. I remember...
1: um, Liverpool's been linked with this man for the last five years, (laughs) to be fair. uh,
0: Apparently he all like if it was like prem they would they were saying like, and is like not being biased or anything. No he but, like, one Chelsea. Chelsea. yeah, wanted Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Did you even hear about Messi too? Like when Chelsea offered, he said he was intrigued by it and he was like thinking about it. And he's like, ah, to be honest, like I I thought about it, but I'm like, no, I love my life here in Barcelona too much. I
1: didn't hear that.
0: Yeah.
1: But now look at him, loving life in Miami. I mean, Scored on his debut.
0: It's Miami, dude.
1: So Shakiri's not doing it in Chicago.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, of course he's gonna be living life in oh. Miami. Shakiri, I don't know what the hell's wrong with that man's I just Want to strangle him? But, like, oh. both my hands probably won't fit around his fucking neck. Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of MLS, as Messi scored his debut 2-0 win against New York Red Bulls in New York.
0: His debut goal was horrendous because of the defense. That pass they that put out—that No, was world class. That was world class. Was world class. The but then vision, when
1: the fucking perfect weight.
0: But then when he makes the run towards the goal to get the. Oh no, yeah! Yes, the pass You have to mark him. Yeah. Like four defenders are just standing there, dude. But at the same time, I
1: kind of understand it because like that ball's not getting through. Surely, there's no way.
0: They don't understand, bro.
1: Half the men didn't even see that. Right, fucking Yeah. I seen a picture. Someone said that motherfucker's not even in the frame with the TV. <laughs> yeah.
0: How oh, the fuck did he see the It map? wasn't, dude. <laughs> Everybody watching the game at home was just like, "What, what the hell's he doing?" And the next thing you know, he scores, he and just like this. this rock. Fair enough.
1: And the touch by Alba. Beauty. Oh
0: my days. Everything about it was just wow, there's. There's levels to this shit. There's levels. And he's proving
1: that. They play the game in Times Square, god damn it. I know. For thousands of people to watch.
0: Just to see New York lose. Yeah. That's yeah. probably why they played in Times New York, Square. New
1: York Red Bull's highest ever attended
0: game in MLS. It was only like 26,000. 26. 000, 26. But that's the capacity. Yeah, but still. That's, all right, whenever the stadium was built in the early 2000s, probably. Mm-hmm. And that's barely your biggest attendance. Yeah. Like 20 years later. That's crazy. Not even, well, I guess you can't really consider the Metro Stars because that's before they rebranded. Yeah. So, like, if they did maybe get a bigger audience, then who knows?
1: Well, I don't think they were playing at that stadium, though, anyways.
0: No, I think they were playing at, like...
1: They had an old stadium that they tore down. Yeah. But there really are levels. Levels that here in the Chicago we can't reach because we lost 3-0 to the Galaxy without Chicharito. We made Douglas Costa look like he was back at Bayern Munich.
0: Ricky Pugh's.
1: Ricky Pughes looked like he was coming through the Academy of Barcelona still. Playing in the Champions League on a weekly basis.
0: Yeah, everybody in that team... Sorry, everybody in that fire team, it's looking motivated. I didn't watch the game, but I watched the highlights. And... um,
1: Well, Gaston Jimenez has to go, but he's got to go. First of all, it's never a second yellow. Never. Okay, maybe. (laughs) But... (laughs) Personally, I wouldn't give the second yellow.
0: Well,
1: that's he good got the ball. No, like
0: regardless, bro, he got the ball. Yeah, he did, but it's just like how. Uh, I get, re- I like, get that he
1: went in with two feet, but it's yeah. not like his feet were pointed up; they were pointing at the ground.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's just.
1: Regardless, shouldn't have been on the pitch. Anyways, why the hell is he starting still?
0: I have no idea. I'm so. We brought sick. it.
1: We brought in Doombio. Why is Dumbia on the bench, bro? He's our DP. Get him on the field. Is um. And so they came back. I was surprised because no, neither of the Navarros did something stupid yesterday for the first time all season.
0: <laughs> but we <laughs> still <laughs> lost three. You know? Is Klopas still out sick? No, he's back this weekend. Uh, I was gonna say, well, maybe our two losses are because he wasn't there. Our manager wasn't on the... touch. oh.
1: So. Um, Brady's back. Yeah, a couple good saves actually. <laughs> there was the one where they like hit the fucking volley at him, and he saved it onto the bar. That save was class, bro.
0: Oh, yeah. I
1: know. That save was class. I was like, oh, I think it was before it was 3 0. I was like, oh, that's three. And he saved it. I was like, oh, hell no. This man is cracked, bro. The thing is, we're still in playoff position right now. But Miami's lurking. They're officially not the worst team in MLS anymore. We're about to be. They overtook two teams already in one game Toronto and I don't remember who else. Both overtook him them. Watched the FC Dallas Colorado. game. The FC Dallas game was terrible. It was a, it was a Texas Derby. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. I'm Dallas. was terrible, bro. It was so bad. At least it was seen at the end, scoring in the 97th minute. Yeah. Well, so, I,
1: I turned the game off at that point because I was watching the fire
0: game.
1: <laughs> I missed the only goal. Pain, bro, pain. But, yeah. I don't know what else to say.
0: Uh, there's really not much else.
1: Sunday league season ended today, I think.
0: Round of applause for this man's season.
1: Oh, hell no. I played five goal, five games. We conceded like 25 goals in those five games.
0: No, we didn't. It was
1: like, let me see. 37? 14. Jesus Christ. 20. Yeah, it was 25 goals in, oh <laughs> in those five yes. games. No, I think it was like 23, 22.
0: I don't think that's we really making a difference. I know. It's yeah. not. It's not at all. That's crazy. No, I love Sunday League. I love the vibes. I haven't been to, like, oh. a game like that in a while. I mean, I showed up super late to support, which is my bad, but... It's fine.
1: I didn't even notice until after, anyways.
0: I was locked in. Yeah. I was going to... I didn't even expect to see Miguel there. I saw him, and... uh
1: Yeah, I told him. I said, it's our last game, slide. He said, okay, if I wake up.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, I, I set my alarm for, like, 8 so I can get ready, have time. Did not hear anything until, like, at one point, I'm laying there. And, like, I realized that, like, I had been shutting my alarm off. And I'm like, why do I have my alarm on? It's Sunday. Like, I have nothing to do. And then I close my eyes again, and then it hits me. The game. I look at my phone. It's, like, 9.50. And I'm like, no. I already missed at least the first half. So I'm, like, brushing my teeth while taking a piss. I change. And I just... Bad all the way over there. Actually, no, I drove the speed limit if there's any police listening. Well,
1: we appreciate the support season. Well, it may or may not be over, depending on if we have, like, the loser tournament
0: next week. The bottom half of the table has playoffs to see who the best, worst team
1: is. It's going to (laughs) be us, by the way. We haven't won all season, but I believe if we tell them, like, look, we can actually win a trophy, then people will actually show up, and we can compete. Because there there were games. There's a a physical trophy? Yeah, yeah, there's, like, a real trophy. Who keeps it after that? I don't know. I think us. Probably the team captain.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So. As
1: long as I get a picture with the trophy. Right. I care
0: about. Right. With your little medal in your mouth, you mean, like, bite it? That'll
1: look good on Instagram.
0: Ooh, on the Tinder. Say,
1: check check out the podcast. From uh, best of the worst loser. I mean winner. Yes sir.
0: (laughs) It's gonna be on your Tinder profile as well. Everybody's gonna be flocking towards you. That's if I can even play, bro. My shit is
1: fucked up right now. I don't even know what happened. It's like the whole side of my calf. Or shin, whatever. Mm -hmm. My ankle.
0: I was gonna slap it, but I feel bad. No, it's fine. Um. Any evidence, really? Oh, yeah, Uh, it's still, um, like, the president of uh, Spain or whatever. Not the actual president, but the federation.
1: Yeah, yeah, There actually is other news. Because we recorded on Tuesday.
0: Right.
1: Miami won their Open Cup game. The semi, yeah. Despite being down 2-0. Came back. Came back. Won in pens. Did they win in pens? Yeah, they won in pens. They're going to the final against Houston next month. Also, Champions League draws this Thursday, so our next podcast will talk about the draw. Maybe we can do a Premier League, I mean, Premier League, what the fuck, Champions League prediction, predict predict the groups, and ultimately the winner. And I'm not going to be biased and say Newcastle wins it all. I'll be realistic.
0: Didn't they do the conference one already, or was it Europa? They did one of them already.
1: Well, I, I don't think they did because they're still qualifying.
0: Or Unless maybe. qualifiers just ended the other day, they might have ended already. Or maybe I just said the POTS. I think it's the no, POTS. they were in groups, though. Well, the POTS are in groups. It was definitely groups. But it might, now that I think about it, it might have been fake. Oh. But it also didn't make sense for somebody just to make a fake one. So. Well,
1: literally, like, qualifying ended yesterday or two days ago, on Friday. So uh, no. I doubt they already did the draw. Yeah. But they might have. I uh-huh. don't know. I don't know when they do the draw for that. No, I actually think
0: probably not because I feel like it would. I would have seen more of it. Like, more people talk about yeah, it true. than just the one picture that I saw. True. Because the picture that I saw had all the teams that are in, like, Europa or whatever it was. So, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. But, maybe no. Wow.
1: Well, uh, until next week. Yeah. Have a good one. Don't forget, like, follow, rate us five stars on Spotify. There's actually new analytics on Spotify and Apple Podcasts that they emailed us about. Right. That I'm going to have to look into. Not only analytics, but, like... Things that we can do to get more interaction. Mm. So maybe, maybe soon those will come as well.
0: But yeah, because these bastards listen never interact you, with yeah, us.
1: At least follow us on Instagram or Twitter at football. You'll tell me in
0: person that you like the pod, but like don't
1: interact with us on social media. Fake as hell.
0: I hate you, Andrew.
1: Andrew doesn't even listen.
0: I know. So he will never hear this. That's why I'm getting it out now. That
1: was crazy. What did he say to do on Friday?
0: Something about the, the what pod. You say, what did he say, though? He said, oh,
1: you should do this. And then we said, we literally did that. Oh, yeah. This week, bro. And then Ricardo started watching oh, him. We, we brought Bailey on last week for the Women's World Cup. Oh, that. yeah. He's like, oh, you guys should do yeah. If you haven't listened, you definitely should, because we talk about, well, we, we don't really talk about the Women's World Cup, but we briefly discussed the Women's World Cup.
0: It's a, it's a it's a good conversation yeah. about a little bit of everything. We
1: conversate. And uh, yeah, you should definitely check it out. If you haven't listened to any of our podcasts before, and this is your first episode, definitely go back and do it a listen. At least for this new season of Premier League and footy. Mm-hmm. The last, like, two or three episodes or so. Oh, yeah. Like I said, make sure you rate us, follow us, like us, whatever the hell you have to do. And until next week. Peace. Bye.